Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Aboim, to the Kalal Agar de Pirka, Monday afternoon National Shir. Welcome everybody. Shalom Aleichem. We have a beautiful topic today on the subject of Parshas Emar, as well as on the Lagva Oimer, the day of Lagva Oimer, Haba Aleinu Latoiva. While we're on the subject of Lagva Oimer, we're very happy to announce that one of the next farm we're working on is a Sefer on Lag Ba'imer, uh in English for Art Scroll. That what we're going to learn today, Bezus Hashem, will be a chapter in that Sefer. And that's one of the upcoming uh, Sfarim that are available. We're working on the Sefer El Akadameir in English for Art Scroll as well. Uh, many observe Rav Meir's yard site on Pesach Sheni, which is this coming Thursday evening. So we hope uh, trying to get that safer out for this coming Hanukkah, which is, uh, according to many, the actual yard site of Rameir Balhanes. There's also uh, a safer on Chinuch Habanim. So if anybody wants to participate, Tavayalechem Bracha. Okay, Parshas Emar. In Parshas Emar, we have the mitzvah of Sfira Soimer. Now, in Sfira Soimer, of course, is the 33rd day of the Oimer which is uh, somewhat of a yomtif. And the first thing we have to ask ourselves is that if Parshas Emar is always the Parsha that we read before Lag Boimer, there must be some remez to Lag Boimer in the Parsha. There must be some allusion to Lag Boimer in the Parsha. Well, certainly this whole period of the year is not only alluded to in the Parsha, but is this, this week's Parsha is the Parsha of Sviras Haimer. This week's parsha is the parsha that Hakadosh Baruch Hu commands Klal Yisrael. Usfartam lochemi machras hashabbos miyom haviachem asayimer hatznufa shava shabbosos. Let's speak a little bit about Lag Oimer and what exactly the Yom Tov is. This past Wednesday night, the subject of the shir was ten incredible explanations for the Yom Tov of Lag Oimer. Well, perhaps we've left the most incredible one uh, for today. Because of all the ten different reasons given for Lagba Oimer after today's share, you'll say, you know what? This is the real reason. Because the reason we're going to learn about today is not only a remez, is not only a uh, mitzvah, is not only a source which may be on a rabbinic level, but actually what we're going to learn today Lagba Oimer is a Yamtif Midairaisa. It's a biblical holiday, as we are about to see. The Torah tells us that the custom among the Jewish people, the Torah writes in Simon Tafsadi Gimel, is that we don't get married between Pesach and Shavuos. We don't want to be Marba Simcha during this time of the year. Some say only Nesuin, but Erosin is permitted. And even Nesuin. If somebody goes ahead and he sort of uh, it jumps jumps the gun and he does a nesuin, we're not going to punish him. But if he comes to ask us, we're going to tell him not to do it now. But in some places, the Torah says the minig is not to take haircuts, and says the Torah. But there are those who do take haircuts on Lag Oimer because they say the students stopped dying. And as we asked on Wednesday night, the famous question of the prichadash that this seems to be a most bizarre reason to celebrate. Imagine if in 1945, after the liberation of the last camp on 
April 30th, 1945, after Dachau was liberated. Imagine if there would have been a Yom Tif. Yeah, let's celebrate. They stopped killing Jews. Yeah, they stopped killing Jews because, uh, you know, there were not too many people left to kill. That would be a rather unusual form of celebration, especially in this case, where the reason why the students of Rabbi Kiva stopped dying is because he didn't have any students left. What kind of simcha is this? This is the question we mentioned on Wednesday from the Prichadash. He says, so it is. Uh, it behooves us to try to delve a little bit deeper. What exactly is this yamtif of Lagba Oimer? Furthermore, as we mentioned a few Mondays ago, that when we started counting Sfiras Oimer, we did not make a Shachianu. And on a few Mondays ago, we learned ten reasons in the Rishonim why we don't make a Shachianu when we start counting Sfira. The reason offered by Shivale Haleket is because it's included in the Yamtif of Pesach. We made a Shachianu on the Yamtif of Pesach. We started counting Sfira Sa'imer on Pesach. So the Sfira that we made on Pesach sort of uh, covers us for the uh, mitzvah of Sfira Sa'imer. But Rabbi Ruch wonders that... Really, is that a reason uh, not to make a Shachianu? The mitzvah of Sfira Sa'imer is not connected to Pesach. If somehow Sfira was a mitzvah of Pesach, then you could maybe make a case that the Shachianu of Pesach will, will cover you for Sfira. But Sfira is not a mitzvah of Pesach. It's a separate mitzvah. It's a mitzvah that we start counting from the bringing of the Oimer. So why would the Sfira, why would the Shachianu of Pesach cover the required Shachianu for the mitzvah of Svira Sa'imer. We know in the Torah we have two parshiyos of Yamim Taivim. We have Parshas Emar and Parshas Pinchas. What's the difference between Emar and Pinchas? Emar, it gives you the dates and the mitzvahs that we need to do. Parshas Pinchas tells us the karbanos we need to bring. The parsha begins, Daber al-Bnei Yisrael v'yamarta alayhem, Moyadei Hashem asher tikru'u oisam, Mikra'e Kodesh Elahe Mayadai. These are the Mayadim. You ready? Sheshas Yamim Teyasim Alacha. The Mayadim are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Huh? You just said these are the Yamim Taivim and then you listed the weekdays? Monday, I understand, is a Yamtif because we get together to learn. Wednesday is a Yamtif, we get together and if you join us every day, it's a yomtif every day, but it's not, it's not a yom. I mean, it's, it's a happy day, but it's not a yomtif per se. So why would the very first psukim of following be Sheshes Yomim Teyasim Shabbos? Tuesday is not a yomtif. Friday is not a yomtif. Shabbos is not a yomtif. What's going on over here? So, and by the way, furthermore, at the end of the parasha, it says, Beside Shabbos. What do you mean, beside Shabbos? The first sukkim started off. Shabbos. What do you mean, beside Shabbos? We said Shabbos. It's not beside Shabbos. Shabbos was listed as one of them. So regarding the first question of why it talks about the six working days followed by Shabbos, what's that got to do with the Yom Tovim? Rashi says, 
Ma'inyan Shabbos Eitzel Mayados. Says Rashi, it's to teach that anyone who desecrates the Yamim Toivim, it's like you desecrated Shabbos. And anyone who fulfills the Yamim Toivim, it's like you fulfill Shabbos. That's why it starts off with Shabbos. It's to teach, don't underestimate Yamtif. Don't think that Yamtif is more lenient or less important than Shabbos. If you're going to desecrate Yamtif, it's like you desecrated Shabbos. You, you fulfill, you keep Yamtif, it's like you kept Shabbos. Okay, that might explain what Shabbos is doing there. What's the six working days doing there? So the Vilna Gain, and even earlier the Rebbe of Heschel, of Krakow, in the Sefer Chanukah Satoira, they offer a really an amazing remez here. And they say that the six days, Sheishas Yamim Tav Teyasim Alacha, does not refer to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There are six days of Yamtif you're allowed to do Malacha. We know on Yamtif you're allowed to do Malachas Oichal Nefesh. There's six days of Yamtif you're allowed to cook and you're allowed to carry. You know what they are? Two days Pesach, the first and the seventh. One day Shavuos. Two days Rosh Hashanah. Excuse me, one day Rosh Hashanah. Two days Sukkot, the first and the eighth. There's six days of Yamtif that you're not that you're allowed to do Malacha. Uvayoyim Hashvi, there's a seventh day you're not allowed to do Malacha. What is that seventh day? Yoyim Hakipurim. So actually, the Sheishas Yomim Teyasa Malacha Vayoyim Hashvi, Shabbos Hashem Aleikecha, that's not referring to six working days and the seventh day Shabbos. Shabbos, Sheishas Yom Teyasa Malacha are the six days of Yom Tif you're allowed to do Malacha. First and seventh day of Pesach, one day Shavuos, one day Rosh Hashanah, first and eighth day of Sukkot. But then there's some a Yom Tif called Yom Kippurim, that's Shabbos, Shabbos, and you're not allowed to do any Malacha. Then the Torah goes on to explain these Yamim Taivim. What is Pesach? What is Shavuot? What is Rosh Hashanah? What is Yom Kippur? What is Sukkot? And then the Torah says, Melavad Shabbos Sois Hashem. Besides Shabbos, we asked, what do you mean? We already mentioned Shabbos. No, we never mentioned Shabbos. Shabbos Shabbosan was referring to Yom Kippur. But there has been no mention of Shabbos yet in the Parsha of the Mayadim. That is how the Vilna Goyen and the Rebbe of Heschel reads Parshas Emar, that the introduction to the parsha of the Moyadim is introduced, Sheishas Yomim Teyasim Alacha, not referring to the working days, but rather the six days of Yamtif that you're allowed to do Malacha. Okay, so now bearing this in mind, that Parshas Emar is the parsha of the Moyadim, but as we said, it's the parsha that talks about the mitzvahs that we, not, we need to do, but not necessarily the karbonois. Let's study some of the Yom Tov mentioned. Perek Chav Gimel Pasuk Yud. Daber al Bnei Yisrael v'Yamarta Aleihem ki Savayu el Haaretz Asher Ani Noisein Lachem uKitzar Temes Kitzirah. You're going to cut the standing grain. Vahave Semes Oimer, and you're going to bring the carbon Oimer. Wait a second. It's telling us about bringing carbonos. This we just mentioned. This is not the parsha of carbonos. Parsha of Karbanos is Pinchas. This is the Parsha that tells you the mitzvahs maisiyos that you need to do. So simply, this is because the Torah is going to tell us the mitzvah of Sfiras Haimer. 
And the mitzvah of Sirius Ha'omer is Usfartem Lachem Imachras HaShabbos Miyayim Haviachem Es Ha'omer. The mitzvah of counting Svira is dependent on bringing the Omer. So it's not that we're telling me about the carbon Omer for the bringing of the carbon Omer per se. If it would be for the, the specific halacha of bringing carbonois, then it would belong in Pinchas. But because this is the parsha of the mitzvahs that we need to do, and the mitzvah of counting the Omer is dependent on bringing the Omer, being makriv the Omer, it talks about the mitzvah being makriv the Omer so that we know when to start counting the Omer. Now this is very interesting because this would seem to indicate that nowadays the mitzvah of Sres HaOmer would only be Midrabanan. Because if we only count the Omer from when we bring the Omer, nowadays of course we do not bring the Omer, we don't have a Beis HaMikdash. So it would seem that nowadays the mitzvah of Sres HaOmer would be rabbinic in nature. And that is what most Rishonim hold. Most Rishonim today hold that the mitzvah of Sira is Midrabanan. The Rambam, though, holds that the mitzvah of Sira Soimer is Midairaisa even today. So you would say, well, does that mean the Rambam holds that it's not dependent on the bringing of the Oimer? Maybe the Rambam holds you just start counting on the second day of Pesach, irrespective if you brought the Oimer or not. One may say that, however, Upon further analysis, if we study where does the Rambam bring the mitzvah of Sirius Ha'imer, he doesn't bring it in Hilchos Pesach. If he would have brought in Hilchos Pesach, he would have said, the Rambam holds counting the Sphira has nothing to do with the carbon. You start counting on the second day of Pesach, and therefore even Bizman Azeh could be Medai Raisa. The Rambam brings the laws of Sirius Ha'imer in, in Hilchos Temidim Umusafim, in the laws of Karbanais which would seem to indicate the Rambam holds, it is triggered by bringing the carbon. So how could the Rambam hold the mitzvah of Svir Soimer is dependent on bringing the carbon, and yet hold Bizman that counting is still Dairaisa? The Briska Rav in Masechta Menachai says a wondrous chidosh. In fact, the Rambam holds it's dependent on the carbon Oimer, but it's not dependent on bringing the carbon Oimer. It's dependent on the possibility to bring the carbon oimer. And even nowadays that we don't bring the carbon oimer, you could bring the carbon oimer. Really? Of course. The Rambam writes explicitly, Makrivim kol hakarbonois kulam af she'en habayis bonoi. You're allowed to bring all the carbonois even without a base hamikdash. That's the opinion of the Rambam. So nowadays we could bring the carbon oimer, it's just we don't. Now, why do why we don't? That's a big halachic discussion. Why don't we bring karbanos today? Maybe we don't know the exact place of the mizbeach. Maybe because we're not tahar, but we're not fundamentally excluded from bringing karbanos. It's just there are external reasons why we don't bring it. Be it as it may, Rabbi Say, the reason why the Torah talks about the karbanoimer in this week's parsha is because possibly the bringing of the counting of the Omer is dependent on bringing the Omer. But there may be another reason as well. Because by the Yom Tif of Pesach, surprisingly, the Torah mentions another carbon. It says you should bring a carbon for seven days. Ask the Svarno, this is not Pinchas, where it's telling you to bring carbonos. 
Why does the Torah speak about bringing Karbanos for seven days on the Yom Tov of Pesach? That should be reserved for Parshas Pinchas. Says the Svarno, we're not talking about the carbon for the carbon per se. The fact that you bring the carbon on seven days of Pesach means that the the nature of these seven days are these are seven days of Yom Tif. Because the fact that you bring a carbon that reflects that it's a day of Yom Tif. We know that the reason why it's a Yom Tif, the fact that we bring a carbon for seven days indicates that these are seven days of Yom Tif. So we're not mentioning the carbon factor so that we know that you bring carbonized. No, that would be information that would be reserved for Parshas Pinchas. We're saying you bring a carbon for seven days of Pesach because otherwise, why is Cholamoid mentioned in Parshas Amar? Why does Parshas Amar talk about Cholamoid if Cholamoid is not a Yomtif? The answer is Cholamoid is a Yomtif. What's the proof it's a Yomtif? Because you bring Karbanois on Cholamoid. The fact that you bring Karbanois, that shows that Cholamoid is a Yomtif. So perhaps we could say the same thing about Sphira. The reason why the Torah talks about the Karbanoimer, which is brought on the second day of Pesach, and then you count 49 days means that this is not a carbon that is only for one day. The fact that after you bring the carbon, you count for 49 days indicates that the carbon extends for 49 days, which would then reflect that these are 49 days of Yom Tif. Meaning the reason why the Torah talks about the carbon Oimer in this week's parasha, the parasha of the Yom and Tovim, is because if you bring the carbon on the first day of Sphira, and then you count 49 days, so it's extending the Yom Tif quality for 49 days, Therefore, the entire period of the Oimer is mentioned in Parshas Emar because it's one long period of Yom Tif. The Zman of the Oimer is the Zman of Yom Tif We're now in a time of Yom Tif. What's the Yom Tif? Because we bring a carbon on the, se- on the second day of Pesach. It's called the carbon Oimer. That carbon extends 49 days. So the fact that we bring a carbon, that reflects it's a Zman of Yom Tif. In fact, there's a beautiful Lashon enunciated by Ramban. The Ramban says that Hashem gave us a Yom Tif of Pesach seven days, and Hashem gave us a Yom Tif of Shavuos Atzeres one day, and just like Sukkot is seven days followed by Atzeres, Pesach is seven days followed by Atzeres on Shavuos. And what about the days in between? The Ramban says, V'hayomim hasfurim bentayim, and the counted days in between... Look where my icon is in Maramaka number 13. is like between the first and the eighth day. And it's the day of Matan Taira. Says Ramban, the days of Sphira Sa'imar are like one long era and period of Chalhamoyed. Now we know why the days of Sphira are in Parshas Emar. Because we're now in days of Yomtif. It's a Zman of Yomtif. These are days of carbonoids. It's The carbons were on day one and the carbon exti- continues and extends through the counting. By the way, Rabbeinu Bechaye also uses a very similar expression. He says, just like Sukkot, you have seven days followed by Atzeres. Pesach, you have seven days followed by Atzeres. And the days in between, Hineheim kechol hamoid bein rishon shel Sukkot Ushmini Atzeres. Also, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar writes in the Kadakemach that 
In fact, Rabbi Yaakov Emden discusses that there's an ancient custom not to do malacha during the days of Svira Sa'imer. From Shkia until the morning, because that's when the students of Rabbi Kiva died, close to Shkia time. Okay, so the Torah brings not to do malacha during the days of Svira from Shkia until Alois HaShachar. That's when the students of Rabbi Kiva died. In practice, says the Torah, it's only observed by women. I don't think women observe this nowadays. I don't think anyone observes it. But fundamentally, the students died between Shkia and the morning, and therefore there was a concept not doing malacha, and that was observed by women. But then the Torah brings another reason. That why do we count the Sphere Sa'imer after we count Sphere Sa'imer after Shkia? The Zman of Sphira is called Sheva Shabasois, a lashon of Shvus, resting. Therefore, the Zman of Sphira of the nighttime that we count is like Shabbos. And therefore, there is a ancient custom not to do malacha, not just because the students of Rekiva died, because the Torah calls it Shabbos. There's an element of Shabbos to it. But says of Yaakov Emden, perhaps the reason not to do malacha, again, that's only observed by the women, is because these days are like Chalamoyed. The Ramban says these are these days are like Chalamoyed. And on Chalamoyed, there's a Isser Malacha. So the Chachamim had mercy on us, and they didn't want us to lose the work days. So they never enforced in Isser Malacha, but it was observed in, by the women in deference to the concept that the days in between Pesach and Shavuos are like Chalamoyed. They have a quality of Chalamoyed. And therefore there's, whether we observe it or not, it was an ancient custom, but at least to be mindful that there was such a, a practice among women at least not to do Malacha because these days were Chalamoyed. And by the way, Sfas Ames also writes that if the days of Sviras HaOimer are mentioned in Parshas Emar, that means they're Mayadim. And, and this fits beautifully into what the Ramban says, the days between Pesach and Shavuos are called Chal HaMoyed. These are days of Chal HaMoyed. By the way, um, if I may, According to this idea that we're advancing, that the days between Pesach and Shavuos have a yumptive quality to it, if you look in the Lavush, the Lavush in Simitav Tzadi Gimel brings different Yoytzrois that were said in the Shabbos and between Pesach and Shavuos. And they would say Yoytzrois that speak about the Geula that we are longing for there's a concept that uh, the Geula will happen on Shavuos. Because Chazal the Zayar says in the Chag Shavuos, Yipkon Min Galusa, there's an idea that on Shavuos will be redeemed, especially this time of the year, which was the time of the redemption of the Jewish people from Egypt, followed by Matan Torah, so it's sort of predisposed for Geula, there were certain Yoytzrois that were said during these Shabbosos that speak about the Geula and our Mesoinein 
remembering Gulas Mitzrayim and the Golos and the Tsarais and the Sefer Oitzer Plois HaToyah brings that the fact that there were certain Yoitzrois that were said and the Sfarim of Munkach, Nimukei Arachayim and Darche Chaim V'Shalom it talks about how the Munkach Rebbe would say these Yoitzrois B'Dema'i Shalish with tears with great Hislavos and this was a a big event and a big centerpiece among Munkacher Hasidim to hear the Yoitzrois that the Rebbe would say during these Shabbosos. But the fact that they're Yoitzrois for these Shabbosos, the same way they're Yoitzrois for Pesach and Shavuos and for other Yomim Toivim, the fact that they're Yoitzrois for these Shabbosos indicates that there's a certain Yomtiv quality to this time of the year. In fact, um, in the Sefer, Emek Bracha of Rabbi Arya Pomeranchak, he brings a, an ancient a medrash, a medrash tadshe, that there's seven mayadois, Shabbos, Chag HaMatzos, Chag HaOimer, Chag HaShavuos, Chag HaShoyfarois, Chag Yom Kippur, Chag HaSukos. And he wonders, why do we count Pesach and Sfiras HaOimer as two different Yom Toivim? So he says, because we're makriv karbonois, one carbon for Pesach, but there's a carbon that's brought for the Oimer. And we know that Sukkis each day is considered a different yomtif, and that's why we say Halo Shalom for each day, because each day we brought a different carbon, likewise, Pesach is different than the Chag HaOimer. Because Pesach is one carbon and the Chag HaOimer is another carbon. So th- there's a concept that there's a yomtif of the Zman, of the Sviras HaOimer, kicked off by the Chag HaOimer. The Chag HaOimer is the yomtif that is started, that begins by the bringing of the carbon HaOimer. Ad Kedei Kach, that the Emek Bracha asks, so then why don't we say Halal Sholem on the second day of Pesach? We know in, Ch- in Chutz Aretz we do, in Eretz Yisrael they don't. But we should say um, we should say Halel Shalem on the second day of Pesach because it's Chag Oimer. I would have said, well, it's not Osir B'Malacha. Because it's, it's uh, in Eretz Yisrael, it's, you need two factors. You need a separate carbon. Actually, you know, you see from Sukkot that you don't need a Isser Malacha. But he goes so far as to ask, so why don't we say Halal Shalem on, on the second day of Pesach? Be it as it may, we see there's a certain yomtiv quality. If it's mentioned in the parsha the Mayadim, that means there's a yomtiv quality. By the way, Ramesha Shapiro brings from the Bir Hagra, a wondrous Bir Hagra. Bir Hagra discusses that if someone is sitting Shiva, they get up, not Pesach, they get up Erev Pesach after Chatzos. Why? Because, you know, technically speaking, this, the first day of Pesach in the Chumash is not called Pesach. It's called Chag HaMatzais. What's Pesach in the Chumash? Pesach is V'chodesh HaRishon V'arba Asar Yom L'chodesh Pesach L'Hashem Bein Ho'arbayim That midday on the 14th, that's what Pesach is. The night of the 15th is not Pesach. It's Chag HaMatzais. The afternoon of the 14th is, Cha, is Pesach. Ah, says the Gra, if the afternoon of the 14th is in Parshas Emar, 
then it's a moyed. If it's a moyed, it's mavatal shiva. Says Ramosha Shapiro. If the 14th of Nisan is a moyed because it's in Parshas Emar, then the days of Svir Soimar also must have moyed quality to it if it's mentioned in Parshas Emar. And therefore, says Ramosha Shapiro, Adavar Oyoim Venoira, something really very beautiful. And that is, that means inherently, the 49 days of Svira are days of Yamtif. They're like Cholamoid, like the Ramban and Rabbeinu Bachayi says. Rabbi Yaakov Emden says the ancient custom of not doing Malacha is in deference to the fact that they're like Cholamoid. If they're mentioned in Parshas Emar, they have an element of Mayed. So you'll ask, but we observe sadness, we observe Avelos. Sure we do. Because later on in history, these days were transformed. When the students of Rabbi Akiva died, it transformed these 49 days into days of curse, in a sense. Over the years, we explained that Mayav, Mayav is Gematria 49. That, you know, when we talk about the 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva, we can't help but uh, think that the 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva are similar, and there's a commonality, with the 24,000 members of Shevet Shimon who died when they were Mazana with the Benois Mayav. And in fact, Ramosha Shapiro brings from the Mekulbalim, Ramami Panamagalamukais, that the students of Rabbi Akiva were the reincarnation of the 24,000 members of Shevet Shimon that sinned with the Benois Mayav. And they were given an opportunity to rectify that sin. But when they succumbed and they did not fulfill their mission of rectifying. So that brought the curse of Moyav and it transformed the 49 days of Svira into 49 days of Klala. Moyav is 49, Gematria 49. Moyav comes from light. Light is a Lashon of Latusa, Lashon of a curse. That is why some even learn that the mitzvah of Svira Sa'imer, part of the mitzvah is the bracha itself because we need to transform these 49 days of curse into days of blessing. Be it as it may, that means inherently the 49 days of Svira are a yamtif. What kind of yamtif? A yamtif to Iraisa. Where, in what parsha does it talk about this yamtif? Parsha Zemar. Where does it talk about? It's a yamtif. It starts on the second day of Pesach. You bring a carbon oimer. When you bring a carbon, that indicates there's a yamtiv quality, similar to what the Sfarno says that the days of Cholamoid, Pesach and Sukkis are a yamtiv because you bring a carbon. So the Cholamoid between Pesach and Shavuos is also a yamtiv because you bring a carbon and you extend it through the Sfira. It's a yamtiv. It's mentioned in Emar. The only thing is, the days of yamtiv have been transformed into Avelos because the students of Akiva died. But if you could identify one day, if you could identify a time that the students of Rabbi Kiva did not die, then that day would be a yamtiv, not because they stopped dying. It would be a yamtiv because it would be restored to its original status of a biblical yamtiv mentioned in Parshas Emar. You don't need to come up with a reason why a day in Sphere is a yamtiv. All the days are a yamtiv. They've just been sullied because the students of Akiva died. 
But if you could identify a day that they didn't die, that day would retain its original status as a biblical Yom Tov. Ah, so since Lag Ba'imer, the students of Akiva stopped dying. So that's one day in the Sphira Sa'imer that retains its original biblical status as a day of Chalamoid between Pesach and Shavuos. It's a day of the Karben Oimer. It's a day that is inaugurated by the Karben Oimer. It's extended through the counting of the Svira, And it was unsullied by the students of Yekiva dying. By the way, Ramosha Shapiro just categorizes and explains further. Maybe we'll speak about this um, next week. But we know the students of Yekiva, they had the opportunity to usher in some form of geula through Bar Koichva. Rabbi Kiva was the armor bearer of Bar Koichva. And because that plan was frustrated, so the geula couldn't happen. So in a certain sense, this period of the year where we were not zoicha to geula, it's not just mourning students that died. In a way, it's mourning the frustration of potential redemption. It's like Chorben Beis HaMikdash. Because we don't usually just mourn the death of people. We only have mourning for Chorban. But this period is like Chorban. Because we could have had the gula of Rabbi Akiva's hope for the redemption of our Koichva. Be it as it may, says Ramosha Shapiro, it's not that Lagba is a yomtif because they stopped dying. As we asked, they stopped dying because there's no one left to die. It's because they didn't die on Lagba Oimer. Lagba Oimer retains its original biblical status as the Yom Tif mentioned in Parshas Emar. So, says Rabbi Rucham Olshin, now we understand why the Shechianu of Pesach is connected to Svira. Because it's the Zman that begins on the second day of Pesach, and, it's, and it continues as a Chol HaMoyed, meaning the Zman of Svira is Chol Pesach. Therefore, the Shechianu made on Pesach is connected to the Mitzvah Sfirah Soimer. And it comes out rather beautiful that the parsha we read before Lagba Oimer is Parsha's Emar. We ask, where is there a remez to Lagba Oimer and Emar? Where is there a remez? The entire Kedusha of Lagba Oimer is blatant and black and white in Parsha's Emar. Parsha's Emar is the Parsha of the Moyadim, among which is Sfirah Soimer. That means Sfirah Soimer has a fundamental biblical nature of a Yamtif. The rest of the Oimer has been sullied by the Misa of the Tamid Rabbi Akiva. Lagva Oimer retains its original status as the day of Cholamoid between Pesach and Shavuos. Rabbi Isai, thank you very much for joining us today. Bracha v'atzlacha. Have a wonderful day. And uh, everyone's invited. You could join us every morning at 9 a.m. We're learning Mishnah Burah, Simen Lamadalad. You could join us. Monday and Tuesday night at 9.15 p.m. We're learning Masech Ksubais. And uh, Wednesday at 10.45, there's a short shear. Um, and the Wednesday, uh, the main Wednesday shear is 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday night. Have a good day, everyone. Brach v'atzlacha. Kaltel. Kaltel.